I'm Stephen Jack Butello. And I'm Jill DeWitt. And this is the Land Academy Show. This is episode 1986, and today we are talking about a couple of things. Number one, scheduling 2024 for, you know, so you can hit your accomplishment and succeed. And then a little later on the show, we will talk about uh, the laws that actually govern your land transaction. It's an interesting, funny, anecdotal story about some people that we uh, sat next to at dinner last night, and I'm not sure that they understand what what's, they were what's governing their real estate agent-driven um, failure. That's funny. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I want to stop and say Happy New Year. Yeah. So it's now 2024. As you can see, if you are watching us, we are coming to you from the rig. We are we are traveling again. I don't know how many weeks we'll be gone this time, but uh, probably it's this will be a little bit of a shorter trip than we than we did last summer. For those of you who are in our world and and follow to that, but uh, what's funny is here I got to tell you, we go from our home to this. And it's like, we couldn't be happier. Yeah. Most people would be like, are you kidding me? I'm sure, I'm sure even our friends are like, you guys are weirdos. You got to, you want to roll, you have this big, beautiful home and it's warm and sunny (laughs) (laughs) here. And you want to get in that and drive somewhere cold and, and, and be in a little mountain town in a little rig in a sweet little RV park. And I'm like, yeah, that's, that's really what we're in Durango right now. By the time this airs though. Who knows where we'll, we'll probably we still be, be here. Yeah. Oh, maybe we will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Durango's a blast, by the way. I can't say enough good stuff. Yeah. Everybody we meet is just the nicest people in the world. Mm-hmm. We are learning the lay of the land here. <laughs> We're gonna go check out Pagosa Springs and Creed and all kinds of good stuff coming up. So I'm excited. Each week on the show, we answer questions from our Land Academy member Discord forum and we review land uh, acquisitions from our weekly member webinars and we take a deep dive into the two land related topics uh, that are requested if you want a sneak peek of our discord forum go to landacademy.com it's free actually it's hidden it's what <laughs> it's hidden by the way well, why because because of our you know what there's some sensitive stuff going on in there like what Everything. No, come on, seriously. I want to no, know. No, you know, I, it, I, I, there's some really good conversations in there, and and I want our members to speak freely, so it's kind of blurred out right now. FYI, <laughs> just so you know, <laughs> I let just, him. Can you please I let, let him, me in on it? I, well, I just did. No, can you let me in on what like are people doing deals with with each other? Yeah, it's all. Yeah. Is that what? Yeah, there's the APNs flying around and some oh. really uh, personal information flying around there. Some like, yeah, let's okay. let, we close it back up. So. Just so you know, it exists. <laughs> if you go there, you'll you'll find a nice little banner on it saying "Not for you." <laughs> Sorry. Oh my goodness. I don't mean it like that, but I had to kind of close it down because because I I uh, I'm you know what? I'll I'll just say it. This is who we are. Uh, you know, it's 2024. I'm going to stop for just a moment and share some information. We've moved Land Academy. To hey, we won. Come one, come all. Which I, I, I believe. I'm, I'm glad I, we're. I'm glad you're bringing this up. Okay. Which, which I, I want that to some extent, but look, there are other people in our space now, and they are um, 
goofing things up a little bit, let's just say, because they don't really know what they're doing. They're new to this, and then they think they can teach and whatever. So we've decided that we know who we are, and we are the people that are here. If you've owned a business, you know you want to take it to that next level. So, And our group has grown tremendously. We are now nine years of Land Academy. Nobody can say that. You know, the number of deals we completed, nobody can say that. Stuff since the 90s and stuff you invented and dreamt up yourself, nobody can say that. So, and we're continuing to do that. And this ties into why I'm kind of locking things down a little bit. I'm locking down our community. I'm locking down who gets in because I'm here to maintain, preserve, grow, and screen for heavy hitters like us, the right people that are really here to make this, you know, big. If, Who, what's if the will. profile of the right person? You owned a business. You retired. You're, you are, you know, you, you have something to contribute to the group, to the table. Oh. Maybe that's a big thing that I'm looking for. I've got a lot of people like, Hey, I used to work for the County. I retired from the County. I know a lot about zoning. Um, I'm a forester in my part time. I'm an architect. I ran this company. I ran that company. I know how to do this, that, whatever it is. So there's a lot of people that, are, are you know that's that's really what I'm looking for, and and What's I'm the not profile look- of somebody who uh, who doesn't who's not good for this group. Yeah. Hey, does flipping land work? <laughs> What's a deed? Can you help me with this deed thing? How does that? Uh, is it like a pink slip? Oh, that you know I'm 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 just gonna say it. This is. It's like I'm trying to think of a good example. There's there's Finally. plenty of companies out there that that you know that. You apply, you may or may not get accepted. You may not be a good fit, and that's okay. So uh, this is just who Finally, we are. I'm not the one on the. Well, podcast. I'll tell you why. And I'm an email went out last week to a, a, a select small group that explained it to them. Um, we are doing some amazing, uh, larger dollar amount deals, and I want people in the group that are comfortable with that. I want you to come in here to be comfortable going with, all right, buy for 30, buy for 100,000. That does not scare you at all because you're going to double and triple that. That is our community. And that's uh, where we are. Nature and Darwin at work. Mm, Yeah. That's all I'll say because I've been saying this for years Mm -hmm. and I'm really glad that you guys are doing this. And for that group, now we're making it even better. Like I'm, you know, you're like, okay, Jill, I have $300,000 to throw at this and I don't want to do any work. Gotcha. All right. We'll hook you up with this. We'll hook you up with that. You don't even have to pull your own data. You may not even not even have to price it. I can help you with that. That's coming. So there's all kinds of other things. And I alluded to this in my email to the small group, which was... You, Jack, are going to share. We've got some other product types and some other things that we're rolling in that not the planet. I don't want the planet doing it. I don't want the planet knowing about it. It's just for our group. Thank you. So that's it. Back. Do you want, me, you want to say one more thing or should I get to the question? I would love for you to say one more thing. Oh, no, you. I thought you had No, I've been saying this for years and oh. years and years. And uh, Didn't mean uh, to go off on this tangent. No, I think it's great because <laughs> okay. it's, uh, it's the first it's the first of the year. year. It's the beginning of the year. Jill and I have been talking about this for all of 2023. Next year, we're not going to do this. Next year, we're not going to do this. And so it is next year now. And so we're not. We're, we are um, we're not going to babysit 
our members. No, if we you're are. if you're master's level, PhD level, and doing land deals, we're your people. This should be this should make complete sense to you. Mm-hmm. You know, I've spent my entire life talking with people about in a social situation and in a professional situation, and somewhat defending what we do. Mm-hmm. It, that and it's it's not explanation it's not sharing you know if two guys sit down next to each other one owns a metal stamping plant one owns a hardboard plant and they say oh yeah i get it i get it but somebody else is in the real estate business sits down next to jill and i and I have, they don't understand it so well some so do this though is, but that if guy? this is very natural yeah. to you then you're in the right place well this is really good for especially real estate professionals you might even be a, a land broker let me spell share this with you if you're a land broker that's sick and tired of doing other people's deals you're perfect for us too that was me there that was me in the early 90s mm-hmm. uh, cool all right back let's, to the question let's take a question all right colton and leanne hello wrote time to share a seven month update from when my Land Academy mail really started to go out. This I love Colton this. and Leanne, by the way, yep. are in the group that yep. we're talking about. Yep. They naturally understand this yep. and are smashing it, as you'll find out here in a second. Yep. Okay. I was part of Career Path 6 and loved seeing real numbers of success or failure, aka learning curves, when I first joined. So I promised myself to do to do just that by the end of 2023. Over seven months, I sent out 23,772 units of mail and came away with five deals. And I've already sold all five. Days held from close to close, so by purchase and sold, were 41 days, 50, 101, 103, and 140. Amazing. This is is priceless data for whoever's listening, watching. Mm -hmm. Total purchase price for these five, including closing costs, Seventy-one thousand fifty-three dollars and ninety-eight cents total sales price for these five, including all the costs removed, were one hundred and seventy-three thousand seven hundred forty-eight dollars and seventeen cents. Starting in November, my mail has ramped up dramatically because I have zero inventory. <laughs> Good problem to have. Just need more mail to send. Concierge data saved my second guessing, and I still have a ton of work to do to get pricing more accurate. After 30 minutes of testing for reason, I get overwhelmed. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> and send it off looking to talk to someone again. Uh, lots of remove from mailing lists with this method, but some fun conversations as well. Ha ha ha. Hope this encourages someone in my position seven to eight months ago. Open to funding deals as I wait to build up inventory again as well. I'm now understanding Jack and Jill frequently saying it takes two years to build this business. Now that my mind is expanding, I can see much more clearly what the next steps will be. Send more mail. Signed, Colton. Let me give my take on this. Okay. They, they made $100,000 in their almost first year. Yep. I mean, that's clean. In five that, deals. They've built up. They probably have because of the acquisition price and all that built up about a two hundred thousand dollar bank balance for this. They started with seventy. Their bank balance is now about two hundred. Not profit, but it's they're building equity. I've seen this happen my entire career. So, uh, so is Jill. Next year they're going to make about two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. So that bank balance now will be about four to five hundred thousand dollars. I know this because this is what happened to me in the nineties. 
from there, they are going to stare at each other and have some type of connection where they say, this is it. I don't know what, congratulations, you're an accountant, but not anymore. Congratulations, you're an, uh, uh, an engineer. I don't even know what they do, actually. Do I don't you? remember. <laughs> That's over. So they're going to put a system in place where one of them's probably going to quit their job if they haven't already, run the whole thing, and then plan on the second person quitting their job in well into year two, maybe after year three. Mm-hmm. So that two fifty to now four or five hundred thousand dollars of equity will become in uh, by the end of year two and a half about a million bucks. Then it's then there and then they will join career path again, and they will say this is the reason that we're here. That'll be career path nineteen by then or whatever it ends up being if we continue to do this. Mm-hmm. Jill decides all that stuff, not me. And they will be among the ranks of hundreds, probably 150 or so people that are in Land Academy or have left Land Academy and that this is what they do for a living. Mm-hmm. That's why we're here. So along the lines of what Joe was saying earlier, and I'm really glad you, she didn't know that this question was here because I do all this stuff. This is why we're here. Mm-hmm. This is why we fight to help people just like this who get it mm-hmm. become multimillionaires in a couple of years. We know we're not here to help... Um, some young person buy a Ferrari. That's just not, that's not what this is. And that's what everybody else in this space who, the former Land Academy Land Academy members who have chosen to go off and, and try to duplicate or replicate what Land Academy does have, are failing to see and never will see. And that's okay. Yep. That's, you know, I was going to say, what's interesting is most people like Colton and Leanne are hang are with us for years. We have people with us yeah. the whole nine years. And here's why. You turn a corner and you're like, I'm paying $300 a month to have access to these deals and fund these people. That's a no-brainer. I'm paying $300 a month to have access to these two. $300. So that's it. For That's just that's our membership dues. It is, you still have all the data. You can't get the data. A, I'm getting the data. And I, actually, it's really $200 because I give you $100 of records free every month. <laughs> so anyway, I spend, I'm spending this to have access to deals and the people in the community and the yeah. group. No-brainer. Right. So yeah. Anyway. So you either see that or you don't. That's okay. Today's first topic, scheduling uh, 2024 for accomplishment and success. I love December. December has passed now. I spent all of December scheduling for 2024 and doing our taxes and doing several other things, uh, helping Jill out with the operations from operations standpoint, Land Academy and some other things. What I ended, uh, what I started the year off with, and I really hope that this is the case for you, if it's not, please consider doing it, is a calendar of all the things and what I'm supposed to do starting this week so that I can get to, to December 2024, look back on it, pat myself on the back, and at the same time say, wow, that didn't work out how I, I thought it should. Um, I'm not going to call it a failure, but I'm going to call it, and eh, we just didn't. We didn't do it what, what I thought we were supposed to do. So that's what this topic is about. It's January. It's the very beginning of January. We get a restart. One of the things, and I'm going to share my personal experience, and maybe Joe will too. You know, our land business does ridiculously well. In fact, we don't work on it that much anymore. We have people in place for that. Um, Jan Jill's uh, transaction coordinator just does a smash-up job. I use concierge data. It takes me probably a half hour to do a mailer now where it used to take, you know, three or four days, maybe a week. And so we've got all that stuff in place. What I would like to do is finish a book that I started writing uh, 
probably 10 years ago, I am going to finish it. And I need to record and launch Land Academy 4.0. Um, I'm excited and so for that. that. That's a first quarter thing. The book thing is going to take a little bit longer. And then we're going to, we need to retain um, in some version of a professional marketing firm that can help us get the members for Land Academy that we want to get, not just people and just in already is I can see a huge difference. So, and for the, for the best. So what did I do? I'm using myself as an example here. I looked at 2023, the stuff that we did and I replicated it. I put it in the calendar for the things that I, this, this uh, podcast is a great example. We now record two shows at once instead of one. It's easier for our guys to produce it. It's easier on Jill and I for, to, from a recording standpoint. We have uh, basically one meeting every week or every other week instead of one meeting every single week it's a meeting but we record the podcast check worked for 23 gonna work for 24 just like that it's really easy to, to alter it if some other stuff changes what i haven't been doing is writing enough and i have and i think that our our uh, content our actual programs need to be updated there's some things that change, technology changes, and we use a little slightly different technology, and, and we're, so it's in the schedule, and, and it will get completed. Everybody can see my schedule. The guys that post-produce it can see it. They adjust their schedules, and it, and it works out very well. So I've, if you don't have tasks for yourself to do in June and July and August and September that you've entered now or hopefully even last month, I urge you to get out i'm anti-paper i don't everybody it's a joke around the office there's just we don't have any paper and it's a joke with jill uh this is one thing where i print out 12 months of calendars and i take a mechanical pencil and i with a big huge eraser and i just fill all this stuff in so i can see it all i can see all 12 months to make sure that i get this stuff done so i would encourage you to urge you to do some version of this so that when December 1st comes, you can sit and say, we did it. We closed 15 deals so far or whatever it is that your, your goals are. If you, what about you? Well, that's great, babe. <laughs> I don't do it that way at all. <laughs> no, that's what I mean. <laughs> no, but I do have big picture goals and I do think about that like quarterly. So I have a meeting coming up in a couple of weeks with Samantha uh, Samantha Lathis, who's our one of our ambassadors, um, and because we're working on some lady stuff, and we're going to really schedule that out. I'm more of a brain dump and then schedule it. Like I have, I use, and I'm with you too. Not a paper person, but unless I have a few things like that. I need to see, like I hold it. It's for some reason I will print out a calendar once in a while, once a maybe a year I might have one because I'm doing a bunch of stuff that's really I need to kind of look at it and feel it and erase it as silly as that sounds and move things around otherwise nope because my calendar and then I and then I go and put it on our real calendar kind of thing but anyway I brain dump a lot of stuff all the time into 365 I use the new the not new but I use a to-do area as silly as it is and I just assign it to people and assign it to me and check things off as I go. And and uh, it makes things easier when you can, instead of looking at your whole year, like this is probably what you're doing. I hope this is what you're doing. Okay, Jack and Jill, I need to make $500,000 this year. Excellent. I love this. This is what I hope you're doing. 
and you're going to go, all right, so that means every month I need 60 grand. All right, let me think about this. I'll do two to three deals a month. So then they each need to make 30 grand. See how where I'm going with this? This is not nuts. Working backwards. At all. Everyone, look at, look at Colton and Leanne. They did five deals and made 100 grand. In seven months. It's, you know, so what? So they could do twice that many deals, right? And there's your money. And right double there. the amount of money on mm-hmm. each deal that they're making margin-wise. Yeah. So that was averaging a deal a month, right? right. Five deals in seven months. They double that. That's too easy. You know, I remember my old saying once, if you could do one, you could do 10. This is for people just starting out. And if you could do 10, you can do 100. It's true. But it's even better now, you know, is when you look at it like you don't even have to do 100. Just do 10 that make double what you did before. So, so what if Colton and Leanne changed nothing? but made sure that their deals make an average of $40,000 a deal. Done. So that's how you do it. I hope that's what you're thinking about. Like for me, if it was not knowing us and I sat down and I'm, and I'm into this and I get it, and I'm smart. I'm going to set some lofty goals. And if you're, if you really want to say your bottom is 500, I want to make at least $500,000 next year. Well then make your goal a million. Yeah. I kind of, I like that. That's what I would do too. Make it a million. So if you goof it all up, you make 500. And then you're staring at, you're staring <laughs> you're in the like, mirror in December okay. saying, yeah, I'm I supposed to make a million, I made 500. I better uh, find out where later on the show, we're going to talk about this or maybe the next show. Find out why that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Oh, shoot. You know, I'm not that good at answering the phone. It's a problem solved. Easy. Get somebody to answer the phone like Pat well, Live or, or whomever. I would adjust earlier too. As you go through this process, figure out, and you know what? I think most of the time we know what our problems are. We just don't want to admit it mm-hmm. or we don't want to ask for help, which is silly. So, What's your problem, Jill? I don't want to ask for help. <laughs> Do you need help with something? I'm not throwing Often. the bus on this. <laughs> Often. Are you kidding? I'm trying to get help. You know what? I'll tell you. Isn't that funny? I can motivate 500 people, but I can't motivate one marketer. <laughs> if you are a professional marketing person and you don't have uh, more than one personality disorder, yes. will you please email support at landacademy.com Wait, you don't have, wait, let's say you don't have more than, you don't have any personality disorder. No, no, that's asking too much. If you have no. one personality disorder, I can deal with that. No, no. <laughs> anyway. But anyway, I hope that's how you're thinking about this and looking at 2024. Look, if you send 10,000 units, you write this down in your calendar. I'm going to send 10,000 units of mail out a month. I'm going to, uh, on the, by the fifth of the month, I will have chosen where to send the mail, the pass, the places that have passed the red, green, yellow test. By the 10th of the month, I will have it submitted, uh, the request submitted to, let's say a concierge data at offers to owners, or let's say you do it yourself, that you will have at least, um, talk to somebody at O2O about what your options are. So that's, that gets you to the 10th of the month. By the 15th, it's in the mail. By the 30th, you're getting phone calls. And then I want you to do the same thing. Start it all over. Don't wait. Don't wait till you do that first deal or a second deal or, or any of that. Keep the pipeline full. 10,000, 10,000, 10,000. Do the same thing by the same dates every single month. And it will rain real estate deals on you. Mm-hmm. Think about that from a 
convenience store perspective. If you're uh, the owner of a convenience store and you don't have any employees, so you, you get up in the morning, you open the doors, you turn the lights on, everything's cleaned up and the, sh- the shelves are stocked. And then you sit there and wait for people to walk through the door. That's not our business. We don't wait. We control If, if 10,000 works, then send out 20,000. You're probably going to do twice as many deals. We have complete control. And then if you want to go on vacation, stop, stop it for a month or assign it to somebody else. Yeah, don't stop it. Whatever. You have control is my point. Yeah. So, you know, this should go without saying, but all it is is just putting it down on paper, mm-hmm. uh, on a, you know, uh, squares in a, in a calendar and just following through on it. Yep. Let's take a look at one of our favorite land acquisitions from our weekly Thursday member webinar. Uh, would you do this deal? Rockingham, North Carolina. Purchase price $25,408.18. Thinks we could sell it for $153. Boy, all this all works out. I'll fund that one. That's for yeah. sure. Everybody here will fund that one. Absolutely. 25 acres. How do we get Chelsea to $153,837 sale price? Let's just see here. No access. With no access, we have uh, affordable on the buy side, adjacent, yes. Creek, forested location. Unsure about the uh, unsure about the alive part. Deal just came in. Still getting more stuff. Yeah, I like to know. I like to know the one fifty three eight thirty seven. Makes sense to me. <laughs> this is a, a great example of a property that doesn't have access, but probably has still a tremendous amount of value. There's a street address. Did you notice that? Mm-mm. We should look at look into that for a second. See this? Mm-hmm. There's just a pad here. Back in the day, I would have called that access. I'll tell you what I would do is talk to these people and see if you can buy this property with it. See this? It's this. Chelsea says it's based on some comps. This property. So the access thing is a is a very big concern. However, my gut tells me that this property rocks. What do you think, Joe? I love I the new format too. We got all the A's in there. It's been For a while. Error. We're going on a year here this summer that it's been sitting there. Pending. Somebody yeah. might looked at it for a while. For a minute. And then they found something else with access or something. 37 acres for a million five. So, so I, I would I would put this under contract is what I would do and then figure it all out. Yeah. And then yeah, especially the 25. We need to we need to have a conversation. There might be there might be legal access somewhere. Yeah. Because we're kind of looking right. at it. That's what I was thinking. Like it 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 might. These numbers yeah. are overwhelmingly positive. And these are the real estate agents are going to tell you whoever's got these properties listed. Well, that Chelsea, you got this figured out. Definitely needs every single week. You have an amazing deal to show us. Congratulations. I mean, phase two due diligence. Now here you come. So as I mentioned, land Academy maybe technically appear to be closed for enrollment that's because you need to schedule a call so go to oh, landacademy.com yeah. so everybody has to talk with our people yeah before they get in yeah that's outstanding joe yeah i want to make sure i want to make sure you you want to come on you want that too when you get in this group and you see what's going on behind closed doors you're to be like thank you and please don't let anyone in that's what everybody <laughs> know, says everyone says that everybody Can you says please that. stop now okay good can i be the last one <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Everybody does everybody say that. Everybody says that. So trust me. They either say that because they're doing deals and they love it and it's in their new career, or they say something trust like, "Trust me, I'm not rich yet. What are you, you guys aren't doing this right. I don't. I'm not as wealthy as you told me I was going to be. Those are the, those are people that are no longer uh, probably going to be around. Oh, 
But trust me, when you get in and you see what's going on behind closed doors and you really see the power of what we got going on and what we can provide and what we're doing for people here, you'll be like, oh, I won't tell anybody and please don't let anyone else in. <laughs> like, got it. <laughs> but there's enough to go around, I promise, within our group. And again, I remember I'm keeping it at 500. That's that's it. I want to we want to be able to connect with you and do deals with you and all that's happening every single flipping year somebody is doing they just two X'd it and three yeah. X'd it and four X'd it. Not and, just somebody, it's a lot of people. And us. Even us. I you know, I've watched our our stuff improve too. I you know, people I'm I'm letting people in that you know, like I said, really contribute. You're right. You're a good fit and you contribute. So if you, if you want to talk to my team, I would love you. Please talk to the team if you're thinking about this. Um, and just schedule a call. It's free. There go to go. landacademy.com. Schedule a call. Read the ebook because there's so much information there. And then schedule a call and uh, we'll let you know. All right, so let's take a question now posted again by one of our members on this secret closed <laughs> online Discord community. So Devin wrote, happy holidays all. I have a question for the experienced. How do you handle the responses from direct mail? Right then, on the spot. Oh, you know, it's funny. I just answered I know this. you did. That's why I put it in here because it was a great answer, Joe. <laughs> oh, thank and you. And I want everyone to hear it. Okay. That's funny. Just this morning, I wrote De I wrote Devin a reply because I'm in there too. All right. He's like, uh, so how do you hand handle the responses when they come in? By the way, I would like to say Devin is a good example. Devin and his wife come to us having Airbnb and other property experience for like eight or 10 years. Wow. That's good. what I'm trying to say. This is who we're getting in our group. All right, so do you handle them right then on the spot, you know, with every call that comes in, or do you get a schedule like 9 to 11 a.m. daily or something different? I'm struggling with feeling tied to my desk slash computer. How important do you find it to be sitting at your desk with access to the internet? Do you have someone else to do it? I tend to overthink things, so just looking for some practical advice. Many thanks. So I wrote Devin back this morning. I said, I'm so glad you're asking this. This is a very good question. And yes, you can't be running around every time the phone rings, run to your desk, look at it. What a waste of time. And you're just, you're just chasing things. So I said, nope, your, your first instinct is correct. Schedule a time like daily. I usually do it like a couple days a week. I don't necessarily do it daily, but depending how many offers you come have coming in, it might be daily. So if you have, you know, you took, 20 calls and you have 20 to review, then I would do it daily. But if you've got, you know, five to 10, I would, you know, batch them up kind of thing. So for me personally, I kind of like, it's kind of like a Tuesday, Thursday or Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Uh, and I let it be known to my staff who's taking the inbound calls when I'm doing the deal review. Cause here's why the calls come in. The seller says, I love it. What do I do next? Your response is, please send me a copy of the signed purchase agreement. Jill looks at them uh, Monday, Wednesday, Fridays in the mornings between nine and noon, whatever it is. And then we usually get back to people that afternoon. Where are you gonna be at that time and what's the best contact for you? Cause here's a reason to, A, Devin is gonna save you having set time. And B, when you're sitting and looking at a bunch at a time, you have a batch of them at a time, it's so much more efficient and you're gonna pick out the very best ones. Cause you might go, oh, and you approve one today, right? And you're like, I'm gonna buy that one. And then tomorrow you're like, oh, I should have waited and look at these other three at the same time. Cause these two are better than those two, you know, kind of things. So you wanna batch them up. 
It's a really good question. Did you want to? No, I mean, I, how can I top that? Thank you. I mean, Jill's the expert. Today's second topic, the laws that govern your land transaction. Last night, Jill and I were speak, uh, sitting at the bar uh, at a pretty high end, you know, I call it, we either go to restaurants that are for foodies or go to restaurants that are for me. And this was a foodie restaurant. <laughs> And we were sitting what's next a, to What's a restaurant? Wait, 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 wait. Well, can we please explain that? What's a foodie restaurant and what's a restaurant for you, a.k.a. dive bar? Dive bar uh, that has chips on a rack behind the counter? Chips on a rack start, is a great start. Yep. Or, uh, you know, it's just where food's just not the highlight. Like, are you hungry? Yeah, I'm hungry. Then here's a hamburger. I'll that, just throw some nachos in front of you. You want fries with that? Sure. Maybe they have a chicken sandwich as an alternative. <laughs> yep. That's about it. Okay. Like, food's just not a priority. That's not why you're there. Got it. You're there to watch uh, some type of sporting event. You're there to talk to the people who are at the bar who are failing at life just like you are. That's that's the restaurants that I, I favor. We use the term yeah. restaurant loosely. If you look up, <laughs> look it up on Google, like, you know, click that on Google Maps and you click that little button that says restaurants and all the restaurants populate in the area that you're in, like we're in Durango right now. So there's 500 restaurants. If it's not on there, that's where I want to go. Yeah. <laughs> or if it has like one and a half stars. <laughs> or they don't really care. Yeah. They don't want to manage the, the all the negative feedback they know they're going to get from people like Jill, the foodies. So they just say, you know what? Feedback? Let's just not even be on the internet. Whoever Hold walks in, on. walks in. I don't, seriously, no, do no, I get She's not a negative feedback. I don't do but, negative feedback. But she does have an opinion about food, which is fine. I'm not well, saying one, one way or the other is not right. I go it's into just, it with the with the proper, ex- I know what I'm going to get when I'm going in <laughs> and what I'm not going to get when I'm going in and I'm happy. <laughs> This this restaurant um, is I don't I'm not going to say the name but it's it was uh it worked out ended up working out great mm-hmm. they have a they have just an amazing beer list which is important so anyway we're in Joe's enjoying her little foodie experience and and I'm eavesdropping on the two people next to me and those conversations started out like with uh, one sentence that caught my ear. That's not legal to do in a real estate transaction. I so, missed this whole thing, by the way. Because she was talking to somebody else. Yeah. And and so this what what played out is these two people are real estate agents, and a property was t- put under contract, and somebody didn't want to do the deal. Wanted to be either the buyer or the seller. Seller. So rather than uh, as they should have said, okay. Let's get everybody together, or let's just see if there's anything left here that we can put together, if the deal's savable or not. Let's give it one or two phone calls, and that's it. That's No, and that's not what's happening. Everybody's getting lawyers and all kinds of stuff, because here's what happens in real estate deals. Sometimes people, this is what due diligence is for. This is what the five A's are for. You put the property under contract. If you had a real estate agent, which we don't, that's not how we do this, and that didn't happen not by accident. Not on the buy side. We didn't... That this. The, the chronology of a regular Land Academy real estate deal, all those steps didn't happen on accident. Mm-hmm. They happen because I used to be one of the people saying, this is not right. Mm-hmm. Deals fall apart for a reason. Somebody changes their mind and that's okay. Exactly. So here's the, here's the topic today. This is because these two w- women were livid. Mm-hmm. These young women were um, shocked out of their minds and really upset about the fact that they're not going to make a fee as they anticipated or when they anticipated because somebody, a buyer or the seller said, you know what, this is, I, now I'm looking into this deal. I don't want to do it, mm-hmm. which happens. I know. So here's the deal. I had this situation recently, by the way, too. I got to say that where, where a jerk title company was was not doing the right thing 
Let's just call it that. Is it over now? Oh, no, I I, uh, I followed through. It was stupid. I'm like, fine, screw you guys. I know what I'm going to make. No, is the deal done? Yeah, the deal's done. Okay. Doubled our money, but I'm pissed about it because I did change. You know what? Because there were problems that were, there were things that were uncovered on the 99-yard line, and everybody's like, too bad, so sad. I'm like, no, no, no. This is not right. And everybody's like, oh, uh, yeah, no, you signed. Kind of like these ladies. Yep. Like, what the heck? I'm, you know, I really try to run around doing the right thing. And I really try to respect other people's, if they change their mind too. So it bums me out when people don't do it back, but what can you do? If you are a normal Joe, like Jill and I, you're unlicensed, you buy property and you resell it. And so when you go to buy a piece of property, the laws that govern that transaction for you and the seller are statutory they're statutes in the state where you're doing the deal and they're very very um non-robust let's call it there's uh some every once in a while there's some strange laws that you have to pay attention to one uh, that comes to mind is what we call the six-pack rule in arizona where you have to do a public report i don't want to confuse this issue but there's rules you're subject to rules in general they're very easy to follow I want to do the deal. Yep. Do you want to do the deal? Sure. Okay. If, if it comes right down to the statutes, great. You're going to sit across the table from me. Uh, we're going to write a purchase agreement on a cocktail napkin. I'm going to sign it. You're going to sign it. It says, I agree to buy APN, fill in the blank. I agree to buy it for $30,000 and I agree to close the deal um, tomorrow. And so I go back, get a deed. I do a deed on the computer. I look it up. I create, find a deed template for that state. I create the signature block. Um, we call a notary. The notary uh, notarizes the seller's name, and we buy it. And I hand over a cashier's check, and the deal's done. That's what we are obligated. Those are the set of laws. I'm I'm making this really simple, simplifying it. There are other laws that you're subject to, especially when it comes to land. But that's it. So that's one, the best way to do the deal. That's the way we do a vast majority of deals. Add a title agent. Title agents are subject to, legally, the exact same stuff that you and I are subject to. They're not licensed. And they are somewhat, in some states, uh, governed by uh, finance, the, the oversight of the finance. You know, there's a department of real estate and a department of finance, and they are somewhat, in some states, not all states, governed by that but their rules are very it's more of an escrow thing not a title thing Mm -hmm. you don't have to get title insurance on a deal that's up to you You, everybody thinks you do but you don't you know what it is it's just bringing in a third party to handle the money that's it that's it that you both agree on your third party could be your uncle by the way doesn't matter who it is the problems the problems start and if uh, Mm -hmm. if you're cooking in the kitchen now's the time to listen because all that other stuff that Joe and I talk about is Probably not relevant, but now's the time to listen. Problems start in real estate deals when number one, you decide to involve a real estate agent as a buyer or a seller. When your wife says, we're going to list this house tomorrow and wait a minute, we don't need a real estate agent. Oh no, that's what my, my friend Sally did it. And they got three, $330,000. We can do the same thing. That's when the problems start. 
you're bringing Oh, I in... think the problems were way before that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you have that, that conversation. Is not, that is not the minute you should be thinking, I'm not sure we should be together. <laughs> I'm not sure. That's you know, not... that's why she wants to sell the house anyway, that's pal. That's true. <laughs> yeah. That's, this was not the first time. <laughs> Last week, this was my forever house. This week, nope. We're listing it. (laughs) Real estate agents are governed by ridiculous different set of laws, and they are an outrage. There's codes of conduct and all kinds of stuff. Then you have the National Association of Realtors uh, laws. Breathing down their necks. And then the state MLS, you know, there's multiple MLSs in any given state you know, listing services. So you got all these rules now and you're signing these agreements. You are, you are, you're you're not reading it. You're a a seller and you start signing and signing and signing and signing. Mm -hmm. And now you're subject to all this BS. And, and that contract, somebody didn't wake up one day and create that 48 page contract. It was years and years and years of, um, additions, real estate agents, not getting their fees because people change their mind. Now there's a 48 page agreement that you're signing that says you will sell this house. I will get paid. You have no more options and no more choices. You, you, we are in bed together. And so you are subject to different rules and different laws. And it's, it's really sad that that has gotten to this point. Are you okay? Please read those contracts. I do. I, you know, and please decide whether or not you're going to get a real estate agent. I have a, a permanent red Sharpie for, for these contracts. Worse now because of uh, DocuSign. Sign here, sign here, sign here, sign here. Yeah, but I like, I like the first part of this paragraph, but I don't like this sentence. Well, it's DocuSign, so you can't really edit it. But you can. You can. You can. You can print them out, hand yep. do them, scan them, and send them back. I've totally done that. So the point is, the title of this is The Laws That Govern Your Real Estate Transaction. They're an amazingly tiny, small set of rules until you involve a real estate agent. And then it ends up with two girls at the end of the bar crying about their fee, which they're going to get, which is really unfortunate for whoever didn't want to do the deal. (laughs) I'm so glad you got that off your chest. Let's move on. Let's take a look at another one of our favorite land acquisitions from our Thursday weekly member webinar. By the way, if you want to be a guest and have a sneak peek on that call, there's one, today's the third, there's one happening tomorrow on January 4th, you can. We'll get you a one-time invite. Send a note to support at landacademy.com. They'll get your information and they'll shoot you over a Zoom invite that'll get you on the call. It's pretty darn cool. Saline County, Arkansas, alive, 1.29 acres. Purchase price, $8,900. This is too high. I want to get it back down to five. I think I can sell it for 15. Mossy Oaks broker agreed it would sell at that price too. Summer lot in the area sold for 13,000 three years ago. Nice trees, corner lot. We've got legal, physical access. Multiple homes in the area. Homes around there sell for one fifty. Okay, I was I, I was looking at the homes. I looked down and saw a pool, a nice circular driveway, and was thinking, oh, the houses must be going for a pretty good amount. I'm surprised. But they're that inexpensive. Maybe maybe we should move there. <laughs> I know, right? Every time it gets to sheep like this, it's like, what are we doing? I know that's for sure. Yep. This looks great, this deal. I love everything about it so far. Let's check the money. I want to see the competition too. 
I wish there were fewer pieces of vacant dirt in here, but that's okay. It's not bad. If you go back to the other view, go back to the other neighbor's group view. See that? Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's just tree cover. I think it's a great deal. You have to get it for five. You can't go over five. I don't think so. I'd buy it. At five. I'd no. buy it at eight. 8,900 and listed for 15 and forget it. Really? Try to get it at five. Try to get it at five. But I, you know, I think it's the only info lot or very close to the only info lot in the whole sub. Yeah. It's one over here. We're not in HOA or anything like that, I hope. Did we look at the legal just to see, make sure Ramble Estates? I don't think it is, but it's Ramble Estates. There we go. Lori's got a drone person for you too. Ah. I just think that if you put a sign on it, uh, somebody in that sub that drives to work every day is no gonna, HOA. Gonna love it. Yep. He's got it. Love it. I think it's great. No, yeah, yeah. That's good. Did I scare you? No. Okay. I just it's amazing how conservative you've you've become about pricing. Oh, have I? Yeah. Oh, it's a good day. Probably why we make a lot of money. Oh, this is flying off the uh, flying out of our pockets right now with stuff around here that you don't need to know about. <laughs> Jill, you have something inspirational to share. Okay, so here is what I want to share. Something it's going into twenty twenty four, and it it may or may not be inspirational, but it's meant to be, and it's meant to be informative. So you really think about this. So let me back up. We have noticed over the years which is amazing. We have a lot of partners. We have a lot of siblings working together. We have sibling-in-laws working together. It's amazing. We have brothers working together. We have sisters working together. We have all, all over the place doing deals together, especially like us, husband and wife's working together. And I want you to be aware going into 2024, you know, that that you got to really be in tune to this and really be on the same page because I'll tell you, working together is not always that easy. Every year we look at each other and talk about changes for the next year, right? And including personal. So, and we have, we have made some recent changes too. We joked about for a while we were on different floors, right? One level for him, one level for me. Now it might be different zip codes as it is different zip codes. I work in a different zip code. He works in a different zip code. Even though in our home, we have full-blown offices with two doors, well, actually three doors to close between our separate offices, it still can be a little too close. You're a little too accessible. And it's really hard with your spouse. This is a way to start off the year, Joe. Well, no, to run off it. That's what I'm trying to say. I want you to be aware of this. I want to be real. And I want you just to, to kind of to kind of um, be thinking about it. Because you know why? I want you to succeed. I want to be real about this. We're really good at telling everybody, oh, this is so easy. You're making it look easy, right? And I think we're really good at making, oh, working with your spouse and living in 300 square feet. You guys make it look so easy. Everybody could do it. Well, I'm here to tell you it's not. <laughs> um, and it really can take a toll on your marriage unless you're ready for it. And and I want you to be thinking about it. And so I want to read some snippets of this sweet person. I was in a, I was in a Facebook group this morning. It's another, it's a female group of real estate professionals of all kind. And, uh, and this person wrote the sweet note and I'm like, Oh, bless her heart. You know, it's getting bad for them. And I, and I, so I was just going to say, and, uh, so what they do it, you know, she's, her notes are like, gosh, this, this, this lifestyle can really take a toll on your marriage. Right. She's like, my husband and I are coming to the realization that if we don't split up our assets, 
you know, we might not be happy in other areas of our lives and it could lead to something bigger. So they've got multifamilies, they've got all kinds of other uh, things that they, they own and rent out. So she's asking, is this an idea, you know, to do? What if we split up our assets, you know, and, you know, set up money so we could each make different decisions about the properties that we manage. And, and she goes on to say, and, and it's really kind of a bummer, If because if it doesn't go well, then we've already split our assets, so we'll be ready for that kind of thing. And she's like, basically, you know, I don't, I don't want to, you know, strangle my partner and become more resentful kind of thing. So I thought, oh, this poor thing. This I read this note. I just kind of pulled little snippets out of it because it broke my heart. And I'm bringing it up right now because I want you to know it's real. So I want you to have a successful, like, gosh, we've been working together now for 15 years and done Land Academy for nine. That's a lot when you really think about it. That's a lot of time together, a lot of deals. And we now have learned what to separate, who does what, stay out of each other's lane. You know, I don't need to separate assets but I do need to separate what we do. And we separate them in two ways. We separate it with what the other person, who's better at what, and who likes the other thing too. And and I want you to know that it's real. You're not nuts, you're not wrong. Like, you guys are all smiling and happy. I want to strangle my partner. <laughs> Trust me, it's not all sunshine and roses <laughs> with us. Not I'm not just pointing at you, but with at us. At first I thought this was like, Jill's way of breaking up with me. Huh. Right on the podcast. That's funny. <laughs> Speaking of dividing up assets. <laughs> no. But anyway, I want it to be inspirational and I and I want you to know that I'm here for that too. You know, that's one of the thing about our landladies group, um, soon to be landgals.com is within Land Academy, I have a separate little subgroup and we talk about stuff that's important to us, including this. So please don't be afraid to pull myself aside or bring it up in our ladies group. If you're like, all right, we're at a stalemate. How do I handle this one with my partner, my husband, my wife? We'll help you. Do I get to talk here or not? No. Just kidding. (laughs) That's part of it. I'm going to be a a male about that. I'm going to take a male perspective on this. There's nothing, nothing bad about splitting your assets right now. Nothing. Okay. If you, so here's where it starts. And if, it, if you don't start here first, like building a foundation of a house, if you don't start here first, it's, it's going to, it's going to crumble. Number one, have a very candid conversation with yourself about the person that you're, whoever your partner is. I don't care if it, if you are the wife or the husband or you're the sister or whatever, you need to look at yourself in the mirror and ask yourself this question. Is this partner that I have making me better at this or worse the vast majority of the time in my opinion after uh doing this for a long time is the latter i think the, the chances worse? are it's the latter yeah yeah the, the, you are uh there's somebody standing in your way now and 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 this is not gender specific it's your not, partner makes you just worse hold on a second joe i have a lot of Jeez, questions this is, see what i mean <laughs> have, i'm not done yet and okay. it's going to take a few minutes for me to explain it okay look in the mirror is this relationship that I'm in making me a better person, a better investor? Am I going to get more wealthy two or three or four years uh, down the road with this person in my life or not? 
And the vast majority of the time, the answer is no, this person's standing in my way. Because you're the one who's probably started out all this stuff in the, in the first place. Again, not gender specific. That's just how it is. In our case, and this is the truth, this is not, you know, in, with cameras and lights on, Jill makes my, um, you know, I brought Jill into this business. And we in the year that I did that, we dub, I doubled revenue and doubled net income. And she's not even a numbers person. She just brought something that was missing into my financial life. And then, so we started down the path together. And of course there are differences in and yes, we need separate offices and sometimes we need to work in separate zip codes, but is it all worth it? Yep. So ask yourself that one question. Jill and I are not married. That really, really, really helps. She has some LLCs. I have some LLCs. She has an estate. I have an estate. We have two estates, not one, sure. with different beneficiaries for a bunch of reasons. All of these things work in our in our favor times 10, in my opinion. If you jumble all your stuff up into one big ball of assets, one single balance sheet where everybody owns half, you're, it's probably going to end in tragedy. There are these two people, and this is, I feel for them, I really do, are probably trying to both co-manage these these apartment buildings True. that's a and, problem and maybe the guy's got a big huge open heart oh yeah you can pay your rent next week it's fine and maybe the wife is like are you kidding me i, I always wanted to get this person out of this apartment building anyway and so you can't man effectively manage anything you're sending two mess remember we tried to do True. a real estate deal together i yeah that backfired so, Jill and I can't. Can you imagine That's if true. two people like us are talking to a seller and I agree that I'm going to buy the property for $32,000 and last week she agreed to, to we were going to buy it for twenty eight. That happened. That's a disaster. That's probably what's happening here. True. One person has a management style and the other person has a management style. Great. Split the assets up now. You take one person takes half of them manage your style away the other person takes the other half manage your style away and maybe on the back end you just kind of split the equity but you stay out of each other's way True. when it comes to the operation standpoint Jill and I have drawn years and years ago drawn a line down the center of the paper you're the operations person I'm the acquisitions and data person and we just I don't even know honestly I find out more about what's going on in the companies that we own while we're recording these shows <laughs> than I do in regular life and that's I true. and I think that's great. It works out great for me. That's I, does true. it work well for you? Yeah. So no, we could there's no such thing as co CEOs. That's true. There's no there's not two CEOs for Coca Cola or Ford or Toyota. There's one person. Well you explained that way better than I did. <laughs> so thank you for saving that. <laughs> oh, you cut me off? Yeah. That was perfect. That was oh. perfect. Do you have more to say? Oh, I could talk about well, we'll do another Let's show, on, show this. on it. Yeah. Let's talk about it more. Okay, Working with your right. spouse, not next week, the week after. Okay. All right. Well, Jack, then how, what do you have? Do you have something you want to share with us today? Strangely enough, this ties right into um, my inspirational moment here. And it's called, how often do you do something that you don't want to do? Hmm. This is another, it's look at your mirror, uh, self in the mirror and ask yourself, you know, there's 24 hours in a day. How, how, what percentage of that time are you doing something you don't want to do? If you have a terrible job and a terrible boss, great. That's eight to 10 hours a day. Or you're doing something you don't want to do. Yikes. You got to sleep six to eight hours. So let's forget about that. That leaves eight, whatever, eight hours. Um, are you then going home to somebody that does like these two uh, apartment owners where you're not doing something? To, are you spending your whole life doing stuff you don't want to do? That's not good. It's January. You can do something about that pretty fast. 
Do you have because, a list? Do you make a list of these sometimes and then try to move them around? What do you do? Well, I tell you because I, um, there was a time in my life long before I met you where my life was packed full of 24 hours of stuff I don't want to do. And I didn't realize it then, but I think I subconsciously started getting rid of, getting rid of all that. And I did, you know, so I don't, you're good I bet at that. About 23 hours a day, I, I do stuff I, I want to do there, you know, and I would even argue it's probably 24. That's what I think. Because <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't happen overnight. You got to get rid of the people in your life that are dragging you down. First yeah, of yeah. all, number one. <laughs> And you got to get rid of children them. included. You got to be, you know, we'll talk about it next week, but yeah. you need to be in control of, of what you uh, want to do with your life. You know, Jill and I jokingly, and I'll end on this, my whole entire life, all I'd ever wanted was to, to not be responsible for doing anything and not really having anything. So if you can picture a piece of property that you own with a nice single or double wide on it somewhere and all the firewood and water that you can use. That's kind of really where it is. Mm-hmm. You got a few thousand dollars a month coming in, and enough to pay for the property taxes that year. That should be about it. But we'll, but we, that's not what where it ends. We complicate ourselves. We complicate everything. Why? Because we let people into our lives that have a different idea, and maybe they don't. They're not bright enough to explain it to you. It's not like they have malicious intent. They're just not bright enough to say, "That's not what I want." Because they have to, once they experience it, then they know how they feel about it. Interesting observation. It's January. You can be a multimillionaire by the end of the year if you're with the right people. If there's somebody standing in your way, personally or uh, socially or professionally, not good. Love it. Hey, if you want to learn more, easy. Send a note to my team via support at landacademy.com. Join us next Wednesday for another interesting episode. Buy cheap land and sell it for more on the internet. Usually a lot more. We We are Jack Jack and Jill. Jill. Information and inspiration to buy undervalued property.